Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. If you do not like this podcast, then you have serious mental problems and you need to see a doctor. And that's a Jock Doc guarantee. Introducing Dr. London Smith. Hello. And welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, DrLondonSmith.com. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as motile trichomonads and rock the vote, so I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Dr. London, hey, trickety-trackety, let's listen to this podcast kiddity. Okay. Um, I'm, trying out, I'm trying out new taglines. We don't have a tagline. Have you noticed that? Everyone has been emailing me like, I don't know what to tell people your tagline is because we got nothing. We've kind of got not boring. Yeah, not so boring was the... Not so boring. But that's barely even a tagline. But the problem with this is, I, now that I've done a lot more research on this, most of the words that are used in the English language have been taken by other podcast taglines. 95% of which are murder podcasts. Um, and then the other 5% being, of course, about uh, like old defunct Westworld podcasts that everyone abandoned after the first season. Yeah. And so I'm kind of forced to uh, be a little loose, be a little liberal with what we could consider words. So right now I've settled on trickety trackity. Let's listen to this podcast Um, because we can't use the word podcast in the tagline at all if we want to knock it, end up in court. I Well, you know that podcast is also in the name of our podcast. Yes. That's fine. Okay, but the tagline. That's fine because it is a podcast. We can have that in the title, but the tagline itself, it just can't be done. So I've got podcast. I've got um, poured, cord. I've also got, oddly, the word porridge has not been used in a single tagline. We could just say, like, welcome to uh, this porridge. Okay, so the only issue I see with that is I'm not sure that porridge has a lot to do with you know, our, our particular topic of, of medicine. I feel like, I feel like the implication is there. Like, I feel like context clues will just help a lot with this. Anyway, I, I don't mean to stop everything, but throughout the show, I'm going to be, I'm going to be testing a lot of these out. Okay. All right. Well, um, so, so that was our producer, Cameron, but also with us is Digital in the House. Digital in the House. Dr. London. Hey. Trickety trackity, trickety 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 k. Trickety. Did you go in the house? Trickety 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 trick trackity. Let's listen to this podcast kabini. Oh, that is stinky. tells me we can expect and this is kind of a big deal uh two surgeons that's right dr london wow and that's you know you, you bring on a lot of 
guess just from off the street, but it's, it's really nice to hear that, you know, you're actually bringing on real medical professionals. So I, I'm very excited for this. And we got them two for the price of one. Okay. Did you, did you, so you paid? Well, it's, it's not like, pay, it's not like paid. It's like you do the podcast or you're not going to get this thing back or you're not going to see this person again like that. It's usually that kind of transaction. So you mean, so, so you, did you kidnap someone? No, 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 no. It's a transaction, but this time it's two for the price of one. So you, you kidnapped one person for that. The details you're trying to, you're announcing the details of the contract to the public, which you should not do. These are contracts, Dr. London. Okay, well, I, you know, before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. So I found this note tie-dyed in sequence into the undergarments that I had left drying on a clothesline outside. The, the Yeah, yeah, the note reads, quote, Good day. My name is to enjoy you pleasure. I send this inquiry in regards to some urinal. Please kindly get back to me for payment for good time and beautiful ladies, end quote. So, first of all, um, thank you so much for reaching out to us here at the Jock Talk podcast. Yes. Uh, we, we love to hear from listeners. To answer your question, I, I actually do not think that we are currently in the urinal selling business. But, but I do want to ask, Cameron, have you been selling urinals? Is- I have not been selling urinals but i can kind of see where maybe this is going is that i've been i've been selling sort of our podcast to be played above urinals you know sometimes like in a sports bar they'll have like a little screen or whatever it might be showing a game or it might just be kind of like rotating through announcements right i've kind of contracted out above urinals at these sports bars so you go to the bathroom you're going to take a piss and then just our podcast is the second you start peeing it starts blaring as loud as possible. You don't know it because it's off when you walk in. It's silent. And okay. the second you start going, it starts going, Jock Doc Podcast. Okay, so... And right now, that's the bulk of our listeners. Yes. So, all two of our listeners. Wow. Um. So, so they're paying us. So, okay, okay. Well, at least we're getting paid for this. That's That's nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I only had to pay them like... Like sixty four hundred dollars to do that. Okay, because so it's not because in this email. I think you're ignoring the biggest part of this email, which he says, "Like get back to me for a good time." That means he's not having a good time with our podcast, Doctor London. Well, I should That's clarify. Concerning. It's not an email. It was written in my undergarments on the clothesline outside, but. Yeah, I guess right, right, right. Their principle remains. I, is that what you think an email is? Yeah, I'm, an, an email is just any exchange of words after like 1995. So okay. if it's written on a post-it note, if it's uh, you know sent through snail mail, if it's uh, skywriting, if it's uh, you know through the trades, like if you're sort of like giving people secret messages through the trades. Um, all of that, all of that's an email. Okay. Well, you know, you're the tech guy between us. Like Zodiac type letters. If that were to be sent today, it, you would say, oh, that's the Zodiac's email. Wh- okay. Uh, well now for today's medical topic, silicosis. Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. He's look, he's looking, he's looking for fun. We've that's... got an opportunity here with this whole tagline thing to like make this podcast a little more fun and attract and keep these listeners. Okay, so what? Okay, so can we just real quick, we're just going to go one word at a time. We're going to tagline this, okay? The podcast, okay. The tagline. For the podcast, though. Uh, Is this the tagline for the tagline or the tagline for the podcast? It's impossible to tell. All right, ready? I think, I guess. Fish. Chomp. Fish, chomp, blue, Fins. Okay, that's it. Okay, I feel Fish like chomp blue fins. It's the Jock Doc podcast. I I feel like we may need available to... in six U.S. states. Uh, I I don't I just you don't I don't see how that's really you know applying to any of what we are. You you want to stick with 
just the word porridge. No, no, I th- I think not so boring's pretty good though. All right, we're just going to work with porridge for right now, but we're going to keep working on this. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Well, now for today's medical topic, silicosis. Silicosis is a localized and nodular peribronchial fibrosis, more common in the upper lobes of the lungs. Silicosis can be acute, following a massive exposure to silicone, leading to rapid onset and uh, death. But it can also be uh, chronic, with symptoms showing years after exposure. It is also associated with an increased risk of tuberculosis. As it is an environmental lung disease, patients should be asked about exposure to mining, stone cutting, and glass manufacturing, as these are situations in which silica can be inhaled. Exertional shortness of breath is the main presenting symptoms. Uh, They can also have cough with sputum and restrictive pulmonary function abnormalities. All right. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Because this is, I I get where you're coming from now. You complain a lot that the podcast is not serious enough and it's not medical enough and it's not educational enough. Right. And so I'm trying to appeal more to you and to your kind and to the kind of people you're trying to attract. So, Oh, yeah, like our guests. Yeah, so the Jock Doc podcast. Localized nodule cribrosis with chronic glass manufacturing external cough sputum. Okay, I feel like, so you, you got some of those keywords right. Um, but I feel like you didn't really use them in an order that makes sense. And those are for a specific diagnosis as opposed to a description of a medical education podcast. Do you see? I mean, I feel, I feel like I'm hitting all the hits here. I mean, I, 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 is there nothing I can do correct in your eyes? Oh, doctor. Well, I... Welcome to the jock doc podcast, localized nodule cribrosis with the chronic glass manufacturing external cough sputum. If you heard that, would you think, oh, that'd be a nice medical education podcast? I would think this podcast is for must be for geniuses because I don't know what's going on. And if I want to maybe learn something, I, I need to check it out. Okay. I, I feel like that's not the message I get. But... This is the strongest one we've come up with so far. And I think it it appeals both to, you know, my kind of people you know, like the fun, kooky kind of people, and your kind of people, the um, doctors, the people who avoid taxes, the people who, um, you know, are super wealthy, that kind of thing. Okay, well, um, anyway, just to finish up here, for on imaging, uh, eggshell calcifications may also be seen on chest x-ray, and treatment, um, you know, most importantly, does involve removal from exposure to silica, and, you know, also supportive care. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm really not seeing how that that whole idea would make a good tagline. We're we're really just DJ Dylan. Yes, make that tagline cool as hell. Welcome to the Jock Talk Podcast. Localized nodule cribrosis with a chronic glass manufacturing external cough spray. Okay. You're telling me you don't like that. No, no, that was better than I thought it could be. The Jock Doc Podcast. Localized nodule cribrosis with a chronic glass manufacturing external cough sputum. Uh, not so boring. Uh, let, let's just move on then. All right, uh, Cameron, do we have a sponsor today? That is right, Dr. London. I actually am very, very excited about this sponsor. I'm always excited about our sponsors, of course. But this, I mean, this is incredible technology. Are are you excited to hear about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're always trying to be on sort of the cutting edge, you know, both with our medical knowledge, but also with, uh, yeah, any sort of technological front, especially with telemedicine well this not a telemedicine company though maybe this could be something that you could use to i don't know impress some of your patients this is actually a clothing company that we're working with and this they've invented something here which is incredible which i'm sure you've seen people who have um you know kind of t-shirts and they might have like sort of different light up displays on them or you've seen like uh maybe a holographic looking kind of image on the shirt this company they've been able to put full i mean full huge gifs moving images on t-shirts isn't that i mean that's amazing right oh wow like a I, 
So like a yeah, short I mean, video. I would assume like uh, what's your what's your favorite GIF, Doctor Leonard? Is there a GIF that you see on the internet every once in a while? Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's from like an infomercial, a guy who's holding a bunch of stuff and then he trips oh, and yeah, I know drops exactly what everything. Yeah, you could put that on a shirt. Or I have one where a guy he's like eating something and then he gives a thumbs up. I think that one's hilarious. And uh, you've got mail. Oh wait, hold on. I just got an email from the company. They they said okay. They're still working on the feature to have custom gifts like that, but currently you can choose from the gifts that they self select. Okay, okay, that's cool. So for right now, you can't you can't yeah, upload so... your own gifts, but the company I'm I'm sure has like some awesome uh, little you know looping funny images and 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 different animations and who knows who maybe SpongeBob is on there. I I don't know who knows that. You've got mail. Okay, it says no SpongeBob, no Spider-Man, no no characters of any kind. Well, that's specific, but like so, like the one I mentioned might have. Yeah, or maybe uh, is it a are gift they of someone in like on giving us? a thumb? Maybe it's just a gift someone giving a thumbs up or, or or smiling. You've got mail. Oh, wait, hold on. No, I got another email that says no, nothing like that. Actually, we've only been so able no- to get one gift to work so far. And it's of a rat giving birth. Uh, okay. So, really, it's not so much a like a GIF shirt as it is a GIF of a rat giving birth shirt. Yeah, I get it's. Well, I mean, it is a GIF shirt. It's just the only GIF that can exist yeah. on it is. You've got mail. One, oh, he sent it over. Oh, man. That yeah, is gross. Oh, that's yeah. Did, there's a lot of blood for one thing, and it mixed with the. Fur. So I guess I mean we, Doctor Lin, we cannot lose this sponsor. We we can't be like grossed out or rude about it. Yeah, you were telling me like this is our best sponsor so far, just in terms of communication and how sort of excited both parties were to to have them on the podcast in an email rather than like a like a series of toilet paper rolls is huge Mm -hmm. that's brand new for for you uh so okay so listeners if you want a cool piece of technology and you want to you know where to school or you know you know where to your job or dr london where to your hospital or whatever if you want to wear a cool moving shirt that. of uh a rat giving live birth um well i guess mostly live birth i don't that one's not moving God, oh uh, man okay and also if you want to wear a shirt what's with, the name rat giving birth and maybe having like a partial miscarriage then you just want to contact our sponsor deadratshirt.com okay so so they bought the appropriate url yeah, it sounds well no this the weird thing is is that it's called dead rat shirt and this is the opposite of death it's them giving life i guess it's ironic in well, that way it's it's not the complete opposite yeah, because it's, it's all of, mixed in there isn't it of what's being birthed i mean i guess that's kind of beautiful uh, it's this... like a, it's life and death sort of you know yin and yang kind of all tangled in there i i, I guess there's there's some poetry in there, f- I'm sure. I don't but even this think sounds... the GIF has looped once. It's just been playing this whole time for like 10 minutes. I feel like if they can fit this yeah. on a shirt, they should be able to fit the guy giving a thumbs up or whatever. Right? I would think so. I, You know, I don't... I've been critical of sponsors before, the and then we lose them. I don't know the tech. I, 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 well, well, anyway, uh, yeah, dead deadratshirts.com. Um, just go there, get your shirt. And um, wear it to school. You know, I'm sorry. Uh, Just for the listeners, because I'm not positive about the situation. But so the shirt came over on a person. Like someone's wearing it and it looks blocky. And I'm wondering if it's like if there's just a screen cut out. Anyway. Oh, you think the person that they came over to demo it just had like a TV under the shirt? I, like, because it, it looks like sort of a Teletubby attempt, like that style of having a belly. Yeah. But like, it looks really boxy. Yeah. 
It looks messed up, is what it looks yeah. like. Yeah, and that's and no offense to you, sir. That we're just describing the the product, which I guess, as you present it. All right, thanks. Okay, so anyway, I guess, but um, we don't want to lose our sponsors. So, no, this is if this is the sort of apparel that you prefer to wear. Then sure, our listeners. Uh, what what was the name of that website again? It's deadratshirt.com. Use the promo code. The the rat is giving birth. All right. Uh, yeah yeah and enjoy. All right, Cameron. You said that we have uh, guests today, and they're actually you know real surgeons. Uh, and and for for our listeners who don't know, so surgeons, you know. Any doctor is going to be, will have undergone a large education, but a surgeon in particular, they go through their four years of university, you know, undergraduate level university, then four years of graduate level medical school, plus five years of surgery uh, residency minimum. And, you know, we're going to find out from them about their specializing. How, anyway, just all that to say. Yeah, that sounds great. I mean, I'm sure not. Everyone has to do all of that kind of stuff. I'm sure if you're smart, you can kind of skip some stuff and kind of speed stuff along. Just because people didn't go as slow as you did when you went to medical school, Dr. London, I, you know, shouldn't hold that against people, your jealousy. Yeah, he's not even saying the words right. It's Sergion, so... Uh... Okay, yes. And this is... Oh, and see, that is interesting. It is interesting how there's so many words that come from other countries or other languages and when they get over to america we just botch them or we say them incorrectly or you know i read it all the time but i never hear it and so how how do i pronounce it Sergion. Sergion? no this is not french we're not french surgeons we're we're not french no french the the way i've come to understand how to pronounce it is Sergion, which is, of course, Irish for man who does the surgery. Yeah, because only men can do surgeries, That's right. especially this type of surgery. Okay, so I think now's a good time to introduce our guests. Uh, all right, could you, could you introduce yourselves? Hi, well, hi, yes, hello. My name is Dr. Surgeon Sean O'Cuttigan, and, uh, of course, with me is always my colleague, Jameson McPatsiklin. Jameson McPatsiklin. All these years, it's McPaxi Klein, and I'm about to retire. I've, I'm about to retire, and you still can't get it right. You know, I've never really been a, a big... I'm more of a faces guy. I see your face, and I go, I remember yeah. that face. Your face? And I remember it ever since we did our uh, residency at uh, Massachusetts General Hospital. Dr. McPaxi Klein, how many days left do you have until retirement? Ooh, a little bit too many. It's, it's like right under... It's right under 70. I can't... It's somewhere in the 60s, upper 60s. Wow. It's amazing. That's exciting. Yeah, I'd have to, I'd, I'd have to count, but uh, us Irish don't do that. Oh, you guys are Irish. Yes, we are. Uh, we are Irish surgeons. And I know you've heard all the jokes before. Laugh it up. Ha, 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 ha. We've heard them, especially around um, what we've been doing lately. The jokes about how Irish surgeons always have a McShamrock shake in one hand while they're doing the surgeries, right? Uh, I, it's like I, I'm not. Okay. I'm not all trying right, to bring up right. stereotypes like that. I'm really not. I'm not trying to upset you, but that's what people say. I, I you know. But we we just want to say we've heard all the jokes already. I, okay. Did so you, can we move on? Well, I guess given that question, you know, the question is kind of hanging in the air. Could you either endorse or dispel that? In a given surgery, are you holding a shamrock shake just to like? Are you accusing us of magic? What do you mean dispel? Jameson doesn't know a lot of words. You'll have to really spell it out for him. I think it would be D I S. I'm telling you, we we're not magicians. We're Irish. We're Irish circumcisionists. Oh, so that's the kind of sergeroi that you guys do. Yes, we are sergons, uh, and we work within the art of circumcision. Did you? Because uh, this this sounds like one of those topics that's more covered under general surgery, or I I guess more specifically pediatric surgery, surgery, um, if you will. Sorry, I and I guess are you are you originally from Ireland? Is that why? Maybe that's why I'm not getting the pronunciation the same. 
does that does that really really matter for you? I, I mean, unfortunately for Doctor London, it really really does. So Jameson you, is a little touchy about uh, his Irish heritage. I personally am a nineteenth generation immigrant, um, and of course, my colleague Jameson is from. Where did you say you were from again? Well, I you know what? It doesn't really matter, but there's a boat involved. F- overseas, then. I no, I have a yacht that I'm retiring to. That's where you're from. Is a yacht that you're retiring to? None of your business. I'm really sorry. I'm, I, why are we I'm getting the, into I'm their the doctor private here. business? I'm doctor. the doctor yeah, I'm sorry. here. Yeah, we're we're not here to 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 talk about uh, the differences between uh, the pronunciation of surgery and surgery, and I'm not here to to talk about you know the fact that we are Irish surgeons and uh, who who it's 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 neither here nor there. I'm here to talk about our brand new venture. Can we, can we please just? Yes. I mean, this is the, this is this is all I want to hear about. I want to hear why you guys are here. I want to hear what you got going on. Yeah. What you got? What you got under the hood? We've got. We've teamed up. Me and Mister. Uh, how do you pronounce it again? Mick Patsy Klein. Mick, Mick Patsy Klein. Yeah. Jameson. Me, me and my colleague Mick, Jameson Mick Patsy Klein yeah. and uh, our assistant Blaine Hill, uh, who does a lot of the cleaning. We have opened up. One of the world's very first circumcision parlors. Okay. Because we 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 found ourselves after uh, all uh, three years of medical school that we went to, uh, finding it difficult to pay back our our student loans for medical school. And of course, when when it, when things get dire, you got to turn to the thing you love and turn it into. A meaningful side hustle. They say if you cut a penis off every day, you'll never work a day in your life. And, you know, I'm hearing more about these kind of side hustles like this. Uh, You know, like everyone's getting into Uber or, you know, doing DoorDash and things like that. I I mean, is this something that's, are you trying to, like, what kind of market are you guys trying to compete with here? Yeah, well, let let me tell you, like, you could do Uber or you could take the route that I did. I'm about to get a, you know, retire to a yacht. And I just took the route of being a self-employed uh, circumcisionista. So what what is it that y'all do though? Like at these part, like you say circumcision parlor, you just kind of ended it at there. Like we're supposed to know what that means. I want I need to hear. Oh, do you not know? You don't know. Do you not know? You're what not the- educated. I've never been. I this is really embarrassing. I've never been to one. I'm sorry. I'm I'm so sorry. Have you been to a barber shop? Um. Wait, Dr. Lennon, can have I been to a barbershop? Uh, it's the place where they cut your hair. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, I've been there before. Yeah. It's scary. In, nightmares. You know, when you have <laughs> those scissors right near your ears. Yeah. And see, we yeah. and you don't want just somebody taking care of your hair like yeah. that, you know? Yeah. We saw that as a big hole in the market. Gaping. And we decided to say, hey, you know what? We're going to make sure that there are professionals, certified professionals there to to unlike a uh, unlike a Bo Ricks or a Fantastic Sam's where any any jag off can come in there with scissors. No, we wanted to take the care it needed. To perform circumcisions in our brick and mortar par- uh, circumcision parlor, started by me, Sean O'Cuttigan, and my uh, my uh, a longtime associate, Jameson Mc. What, how do you pronounce it? Pat Cyclin. It's Patsy Klein. Yes, and also this this is a this is a space for people who are alarmed, scatterbrained, afraid, and so we don't have just chairs. You know, we were like, this feels like a doctor's office. What do we need? Coin-operated horses make you feel comfortable for for the patients when was the last time you got circumcised and i'm i'm throwing this question out to all of us oh gosh i mean oh man i mean it's gotta be like it's i would say like the reason by hoopa stink was on the radio a lot so it's gotta be i mean it's we got we gotta be talking like oh four yes and now, did you get this, uh, like, what time of day? Did you do this during, like, you know, 5 to 7 p.m., like, half-off specials? Or did you go late night like normal people do? Oh, gosh. Well, tip? Yeah, the radio that was playing Hoobastank, I remember there weren't a lot of commercials on at the time. So it was probably kind of the rush hour mix. So it would have been either 8 a.m. or 5 p.m. 
somewhere between what you would call normal business hours. Yeah. He had to take a day off school, had to take a day off work. To prepare you for know? Yeah. the appointment that would come after work, yeah. So one thing you brought up with this, this sort of open market, so a lot of people are, you know, the, these days are kind of scared to go to their barber to get a haircut. And so I, I'm wondering, you mentioned the horsey thing, but is there, like, do you maintain sterile field? Like, this is a standard surgical Of course, uh, of course. Area. Like, so we, we do have a... We do have sterilization techniques. Um, it's, you know, I mean, I'm sure you're familiar with it. It's like a brown liquid. You know, you get it like half off from five to seven. Um, but, you know, all other times it's about four bucks plus a tip. So we do sterilize. Yeah. And and I, I hear your concerns, especially in these day in this day and age about, uh, you know, uh, protecting our clientele from from pathogens and, and especially at a high risk thing like this. And I, and I want to address that by saying uh, when you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. And I think I'll leave oh, it at that. OK, because if you leave it at that, that's sort of you kind of already made that point with the whole with with your uh, I guess you really enjoy cutting into uh, male genitalia. Uh, how? OK, well, first of all, how dare you? Okay, I'm sorry. Second of all, bigot. Third of all, double, triple bigot. Uh, we usually say a person with a pee-pee. It was more of a medical term. And I do, real quick, I just want to mention, I've been in Dr. London's office, and he has no brown liquid anywhere going on. And so when I hear you talk about this, I'm suddenly concerned that I've been in a doctor office where there's just pathogens walking around in everywhere. They're, they're more hop. If you will, Ugh, that's disgusting. I've never seen Doctor Leonard. What what is going on here? Well, I, you know, to some extent, I'm not as familiar with the, you know, the uh, standards for medical procedures and sterilizations in Ireland. So perhaps some of these are customs from across the pond. I know, you know, maybe some of our listeners will chime in because I think we do have some some from uh, Ireland, from England, from Scotland. But you brown liquidless coward. Yeah, I, I'm so sorry. I, I want to clarify: we are, we we currently are operating out of Redford, Michigan. Oh, um, okay. But so you're you're licensed in this, the U.S. though? In yes, United States of America. Yes. Okay. Okay. So so you would be following proper protocols for your location then? Of course. Yes. Okay, well, that's okay for the listeners. I noticed that you made a fun face when you said that. He he winked heavily there. No, he didn't. Is that me? I I just I got something in my eye, uh, and it must be because it's so damn sterile in here. I, yeah, I just saw a funny, silly face. Do you think Irish people have funny faces? I think when they're telling funny jokes, yeah. I would. I'd... Can we skip the jokes about how Irish people have funny faces when they tell and jokes? Often wink uncontrollably. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, doctor. Yeah. Well, now look. This brown. This brown. We take. We take cleanliness seriously, and that's why we use the brown liquid, and we we just let it. We let it flow around. We let it flow, and and you know it. It really helps people. Kind of loosen yeah. up to the idea that they're about to get circumcised. Especially, some some people for the first time since two thousand four, when Hoobas thinks the reason was on yeah. the radio. It, it flows more, especially five between five and seven p.m. You know. Yeah, we run a special from five to seven p.m. Every Where it's day. half off. You had said right. Uh, or or two for one, whatever you know, chops your cock. Yeah, we have a variety of specials that we uh, that we roll out every day from five to seven. Honestly, what I've learned from my time in the, at this uh, circumcision uh, parlor is that there's a community of us, you know, who like to go in every now and then for a trim up. There really becomes a sense of community within the parlor, and and we have a great time there. I mean, Thursday night is ladies' night. Oh wow! Come on by. Do y'all get a lot of ladies coming through the circumcision parlor? Is that is that right? Okay, now what? Why are you mocking us? Why are you mocking us? I'm ju- I'm trying to I'm trying to 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 honor y'all's. You, you, you think we say that word weird? You think we say that word weird? Because I've just been saying no. it normal. 
No, Jameson, he's just he was just trying just, to he's just trying to reach us on our level, you know? I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I don't it. appreciate it. Before my retirement well, party. Please put your fist down. Why are why are you holding your fist up he's, at me, sir? I, I I'm really sorry. I wasn't trying to And rotating them kind of and how else if you're gonna talk shit about circumcision, I'm gonna fight you. And you know what? I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to talk s about anything over here. I I, I just want to know. Like y'all have compared it to getting a haircut, like going to like a the barber shop. Is this are are we are people getting like designer circumcisions? Of course. Oh, okay. Yes. So it's not now, just like the straightforward a... cut, like that you're expecting. Oh, oh no, no. I'm. You know what? I've been so uh, so in invested in the community of recurring circumcision that i forgot that uh, you know some people just don't know about the about the process you know no now typically you either you either leave it alone as a as a as a baby and then other times you know you get it dealt with uh you get it you get it uh, just what we like to call uh just a big razor you know a really boring just utility yeah. utility first yeah Cut. A shaved head, if you will. What we is it? Is it sort of yeah, like we like sort of do... like a barbershop where people come in with maybe photos of celebrities or things like that? Like maybe they show you a picture of Michael Chiklis and they say, "I, you know, I would like it to look like that." Or, mm-hmm. I, you know, I uh, specialize in in doing different logos. You know, I've done the BMW logo, oh, wow. a Nike logo, yeah. uh, the Republican, uh, uh, the Republican GOP logo. Mm-hmm. I've done it all. And, and uh, you know, these people walk out with such a smile on their face. And and I got I have a smile on my face, too, knowing that they're out there confident in their cut. See, and, and I'm more of a, like, kind of old school guy, which is why I'm phasing out, because I just focus on balls mainly, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. Sometimes, like, the most forgotten part of circumcision. All right. What are so, you talking about? Okay. What are you talking about? I'm sorry. About? Could I, would you mind if I jumped in here for a moment? Cause I, I do have a question for clarification. So it is my understanding. And once again, I'm not a, you know, I, I dabble in surgery, but I'm not, you know, committed to surgery as a specialty like you. Uh, usually circumcision is a one-time thing because that particular uh, part of the male genitalia doesn't tend to grow back usually. Well, I hear your concern, and and I guess what I'm trying to to say is that you, you know we we really just we just have a love for the game, and we we can't see a life doing anything else. And uh, because you know when I look in the mirror, I see I say to myself, "You are a man that does circumcision," and yeah, that's and I think that's why I'm so passionate about it right now. And I mean, Doctor London, that does that answer your question? I well. Okay, no, I feel, and maybe it's just a lack of understanding on my part, because once again, you're you you are the ones who specialize in this. Um, oh, I'm sorry that your his passion isn't enough for you, Doctor London. I, I am so sorry, guest. He that he's always like this with our with our guest. I, why why are we talking to a dabbler? Just dabbling, just dabbling yeah, in surgery. I'm, I'm sorry, it, it's more to you know we have you on here actually to educate our listeners. So it's you know it's not so much for us to speak now although i think to some extent we are colleagues but in any case uh dr patsy klein um yes sir uh you were talking about the uh the scrotum which i feel that Uh, that... i hold on i i never said anything about scrotum okay maybe i i specifically i i specifically said balls i focus i'm more of an old school guy who focus on balls so when this fancy new boy taking over the practice, he's putting BMW logos on it, you know, Ferrari horses. You know, I kind of just was carving basketballs and footballs, baseballs, more of like a, a sports base. But, you know, especially now with with the times changing and, and all these like old school gender roles, you know, maybe it doesn't have to be like a basketball or a baseball. It could be maybe like uh something girlier like a horse horses are girly you're saying a ferrari horse is girlier than a wnba basketball yes yeah i mean yeah i think so hmm i okay i think there is a horse-based team in the nba so that that is kind of you know that's on par with our uh practice a horse-based team yeah 
Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, not, I'm also not as familiar with basketball, so I guess I really am. Maybe I'm out of my depth here. Well, if you ever want to learn about basketball, maybe come by our uh, circumcision parlor in Redford, Michigan, and, uh, and, and you know, we can watch one of the many games. We always have a game going uh, behind the, um, <clears throat> beyond the um, uh, tool chest. Tool chest? Definitely not a bar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, you know, because we look, there's there's a lot of guys out there. They they sometimes bet on the games. You know, it, it gets a little rowdy. We're mostly a Celtics bar. We're mostly a Celtics parlor. I know more than anyone. You get a group of guys together. You get some sort of brown liquid sterilization juice going. People are gonna be throwing money down on sports. Let me tell you. Yeah. See, and everybody's having fun, and we do our last circumcision call at uh, usually two a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Around 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah, 2 a.m. And you know what's well, funny is a lot of people, they, they come by the parlor, the, especially these days, they come by the parlor and they, they, don't even, they don't even want a circumcision. They don't buy a circumcision. They're, they don't seem interested in the circumcision. But I think it's just the, the nature of the community that we've built that, that brings people out to just hang out in the uh, parlor. Wait. Yeah, j- just like how you might not need a haircut right now, but you miss your old buddies. So you know what? I'm going to pay the money. I'm going to get the haircut anyway. And yeah. yeah. A, lot, a lot of people are quitters. A lot of people are like, the circumcision's uh, too much for me, you know? And I just can't keep on going, doing that every day. And they kind of like quitters, you know? Is that, why, is that why you're looking to retire? Too many quitters in the game? Too many quitters, yeah. I'm going to... I don't know, I'll do, I'll dabble here and there, you know. Well, but. And at some point, I would assume that people would run out of foreskin. I don't know if that's been uh, an well, issue. I, know- I, I, I mean, you you kind of sound like somebody who would run out of foreskin, but most people that I've met have an abundant, I'd call it even maybe a six skin. Do you look at bald people and go, oh, you must have just run out of hair because you got too many haircuts? It doesn't work like that. These Our cells are constant. As doctor to doctor, surgeon to regular doctor, let me just say. Surgeon to dabbler. You know, cells re- regenerate. Cells multiply. It's a, it's a, call, it's a thing called multipli- multiplicity. And our cells are going through it all the time. And that's why, you, you know, you, you, you can't actually stretch your foreskin out it's called jelking uh in, in order to rebuild your foreskin in order to, for, for us to, to you know to take another crack at the design we were going at the first time so it's really there's really nothing at risk and there's there's nothing that that should hold you back from getting yourself a, you know maybe a nice little jock doc uh logo you know just little team pride yeah it sounds like the only thing just, thing at risk here is that uh, uh some adidas fanboys might see my nike logo and try to start some trouble am i right i mean yeah and, and that's the worst part because when you see when you see somebody that has like a bad uh you know logo down there that you disagree with a lot of times other people just try and like suck it off to be like you need to put a nike swoosh on there none of this adidas yeah. mutt now yeah because i constantly kids will come in and like give me the old swoosh and i go Are you sure about this you know how the people who like adidas uh, will might might take this and they go yeah i'm sure wow and i uh, haven't gotten a complaint so brave souls some people change their mind they come back a couple days and we suck it off them and then we put on a new logo there, there's just a few wow. a few points of uh confusion for me on this part and once again this could just be from I, I don't specialize in this particularly. Um, if everyone is seeing that a given person endorsed a given sports brand, say like Nike or Adidas, uh, how are they seeing? Or Skechers. Is, is this like a region specific thing in, in Michigan where Sperry's. people are exposing their genitalia to others in order to, and then someone will recognize a logo on it because I don't see this situation happening in normal day-to-day life where someone sees a logo on accident and it becomes sort of, uh, you know, it sounds kind of like a gang issue. Yeah. I, I, th- I think I do see what's going on here and it is easy. And I do relate with this uh, because I know my, my three years in medical school, I came out being like, what, what's up and down? When you're in academia for so long, you kind of let 
society slip away from you. Yeah, uh, lose sense of the world. In, mm-hmm. in pursuit of, of uh, expert knowledge in one specific field. And uh, the answer to your question is, you know, if I, I learn more about circumcision every day and I wouldn't, I wouldn't have any other career path. If I could go back and do it all again, I'd do it the exact same way, except maybe a couple things I would do differently. But for the most part, yeah, to answer your question, yeah, mostly the And that's same. why you'll never work a day in your life. That's right. You're damn right. I will never work a day in my life. I mean, Doctor London, is this? Are are y'all are y'all gonna offer Doctor London a job? I gotta ask. I feel like this, he'd have to come in as an intern at first. Obviously, he has to like learn the ropes. Is now, this something you kind of be interested in? I do. I have one question. I have one question that will determine whether or not you are uh, O'Cuttigan's material. And the question is this. Do you want to go where everybody knows your name? Yes. Well, uh, for for work, yeah. Well, like usually you have an ID that you wear, and your name will be generally, you know, they'll say this is the the surgeon who is performing the surgery. Like people are usually made well aware of who is doing it, and if you have a team that you work with regularly, then sure, I would expect that. Um, if the, so. But I feel like I do get that at, you know, at my own practice as well. So, and Cameron, just to clarify here, I don't know that I would want to work in this particular practice. Uh, I, I have a few reservations about it, I, and I don't... Don't say you don't want to work for them in an interview, Dr. London. I'm trying to get you the job. Yeah, so... Oh, you're trying to pass him off. No, I just think this would be a, a good, interesting field for him. It sounds like, I mean, if you're able to retire back on the yacht that you grew up in, uh, I feel like this would be a great avenue for Dr. London to sort of move towards. You know what? There is, uh, you know, after the however many days it's going to take uh, for retirement to hit for, for Jameson, uh, I believe it's something around 65, 68, something like that, uh, there will be a change in uh, in uh, in the hierarchy here at O'Cuttigan's. We're we're gonna we're gonna lose our veteran, which means I'm gonna become the veteran. In our dishwasher, um, <clears throat> our um, assistant will be moving up to apprentice. So we are looking for a new bus, um, uh, um, a new a new uh, assistant. Is this something that would interest you? I don't I don't think so. Because once again, I am. You know, I am a practicing physician already, so I feel like assistant. Yeah, he's not confident enough in his credentials. That's yeah. When, when are you going to stop practicing and actually start working? Denied. Okay, uh, and is this is this? A... You can put in all the practice. Hey, they, they say practice makes uh, perfect, but perfect ain't shit. Get to cutting. That is an old Irish proverb. Okay, because I've, I've heard it, and I didn't want to say it in case that was offensive. Maybe if I said it, it would have been. It depends on how you pronounce circumcision. I've got, I've got two questions. Dr. Lennon, can I ask two more questions here? Sure, but here? then Just real quick. I, I should remind you, we, have, we do have a chores to get to. Okay, okay, okay. Question number one is... Five to seven, half off on the brown sterilization liquid. Does that also include uh, the other kind of, maybe the clearer liquids, sterilization liquids? Because I usually do more of a uh, a darker liquid with Coke, typically. No. No no mixed sterilization. No wine. When he's, when he's off. When he's out. We let it slide. But I'm know, a purist. If I'm if I'm on my shift, then yeah. Oh, yeah. so you're one of those like cash only, only brown sterilization Purist. liquid type of places. Yes, sir. I, That's I see right. what you're saying. That's right. Hey, I can respect that. Yeah. We, we other... don't want we don't want to you know go through the whole rigmarole of of having a health inspector come in because they don't understand our our business or our art. Very few do, and for them to be like, oh, you know, you can't be serving this here or you know you don't have a food license or, or I mean, it's just like okay can we just live jeez yeah jeez that's why i'm getting out of the game i mean you gotta have something to eat to go with the brown sterilization liquid dr london well i don't 
you normally don't drink that is, I guess, my issue there. Well, no, that's half off between five and seven. Get a couple of those bad boys in your stomach. I mean, I'm going to need some some chips and queso or nope. something to snack on a little Peanuts bit. Peanuts only. Oh, it's just it's a peanut only. F- is this part of the old school? Yeah, thing? they're free, but you know, peanuts for everybody. We will sometimes allow outside food. I mean, there there's a great um, there's a really great plastic surgery pizza place just down the street. So we allow oh, wow. outside. Food. Yeah, it's called Pizza Face. Okay, and if you're looking for a place to get a good uh, cup of a sterilization liquid, uh, you know, hang out with some buddies, watch the game, you know. Maybe, Maybe get your get, favorite sports team, like... Cut into your penis? Yes. Calm down. It's a place where everyone's going to know your name. Because, you know, making your way in the world today, it takes everything you got. Yeah. yeah. And cheers to that, bud. That is... I mean, can I... Can I do this again? Great. Well, I feel like that's as good a time as any to, you know, sort of finish up this portion. Because we really... Uh, and Cameron, I like I hate to say it, but like we do have chores that we have to get to. Oh okay, yeah. So I hate. Yeah. Chore so day. okay. So for for any listeners who are unaware, we um basically we here at the Jock Talk podcast have been putting off chores. We we just have these assignments that we just need to do, and we put them off for so long that now it's just a mountain of them. So we organize them into. Uh, spokes on a wheel so we spin the wheel to find out what the chore is for today now the biggest slice of pizza on your wheel is uh to check out the big time garbage podcast right yes yeah so it's the, and that will be added i guess so, okay so that's another chore to add great <laughs> more chores for the future so just another thing to add to the damn list it's never gonna never big gonna time end. garbage podcast great no it's uh no we need more chores uh okay okay just spin the wheel go ahead and spin the wheel london climb up the ladder and jump all right it says build the cyber truck oh i was Uh, okay all right so let me let me explain this to the listeners so I was playing bocce ball the other day with Elon Musk and we were, well, we were playing bocce ball and then we were also sending children into his uh, kid sized submarines and we were kind of just shooting them down into a tunnel. I don't know where they went. They did not come back up, but we were just joking around and we were like, we were just like Elon, like what's going on with the Cybertruck? I know you debuted this thing, but what the hell's going on with it? And he was like, dude, I've got no idea, but that's your job now. So this is what we got to do. And guys, uh, uh, if y'all can help as well, if our guests can help as well, we're just going to like go through what features we want to see in the mm-hmm. Cybertruck. We're yeah. going to make a list. We're going to design the the most badass truck imaginable. Number one. Is that is that cool with yeah, you guys? Yeah, I'd say number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No computers. Okay. I like it. Which... Because you don't want to be distracted playing like Minesweeper or whatever the hell while you're trying Minesweeper, to drive. It, well, although I could see that being helpful depending on where you're driving. But okay, so no computers. Oh, like if you were driving mines. near a, f- a field yeah. with a lot of mines? Yeah. I, that, that so, do you guys normally drive around those minefields? In a Tesla truck, in a cyber truck, I don't know where I drive. Okay. I, you know, that's, it's, it's new territory for me. That is true. Until we until we like figure out what's going to go on in this truck, because we don't even know what terrain it can work on yet. So I mean, like the typical, I mean, like all terrain vehicle can sort of like oh, like go up hills and go up mountains or whatever. But like, how many cars can go straight into lava? So do we want that? I can't think of a sing. I can't think of a single one. I'm thinking of like Ford Focus. I'm thinking of like the Buick LaCrosse. And yeah, I know the that these cars cannot. Too. Those are the only ones I've driven into lava. So I know for sure from firsthand experience. Have you tried the Corolla? The, it's they're not going to stand. Have you driven that one in the lava? Oh, I, okay, haven't, so I haven't. It may not Couldn't be, get my hands on it. It may too not pricey. be like such a cornered market. That, but I guess that should be a feature that we should have. Still, I yeah. still think okay, a good so feature. We, 
No computers. So we're going to go computerless, right. lava-proof. Just simple. Just simple. All right, all right. What else we got to um, add to this thing? I think, and this is sort of just a preference from me, uh, no cup holders either. I, Hell yeah, brother. I think there should be a flask holder. Uh, one for yes. flask. Yeah, okay, I do like that. The only liquids allowed is booze. How about that? In a flask. No windshield fluid. Well, yeah. We would need a computer to verify that the liquid is booze, unfortunately. Maybe there could be a guy in each Cybertruck just to check if it's booze or not. That Now, that is an interesting idea. And this actually opens up an entire new like sort of paradigm of features here if we're including like p- people coming with the car. You know, I've I've talked to Elon Musk uh, a couple times. We actually did a um, a Tesla logo on on his, on him at the shop, and and you know he, I know this as well as anybody else. He loves to push those boundaries. He loves to say that's not possible, and he'll go, "Yes, it is." And, and so I don't think this would be a problem with him. Well, plus it would create jobs, and that's you know that's really the end goal, right? And especially like right now with COVID nineteen going on and all this kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, I think what better than to have your car shipped with a couple people inside? Mm, mm-hmm. Now, I personally, I drive a, a 2013 Chevy Cruze, and I found my favorite thing about this vehicle that I don't see in a lot of other vehicles is uh, is a check engine light. Uh, it's always on that. It's always on, and it's always it's always saying, "Hey, check out the engine." And it's always like, "Thanks." It is good to remember. And other cars, you know, that other cars just don't have those, or maybe they're they just expect like, you to off. remember it yourself that you're supposed to check the engine every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I would like to have a light that indicates, "Hey, hey, maybe check in on your friends." That sounds like a computer. It sounds like a computer to me. So I think if we could go around that. We could draw a picture of check engine light on maybe his palm or the bottom of his foot, and he holds it up. It's not just one indicator light. Like, it's got to be a, a, a lot of things indicating. So maybe there could be just, like, an artist uh, next to the booze checker that just kind of sketches out, uh, hey, perfect. maybe no, uh, check on I the wheels. Synergy. I, I, That's synergy. I'm actually going to maybe kind of give an opportunity for you guys. Maybe instead of a... A a typical old school artist that uses, you know, a pen and paper to draw the check engine light. Why don't we talk to a couple of circumcision artists who could maybe notch that bad boy into the owner's sling schlong? Oh, okay. Hmm. I think this is all you because I'm about to retire and I don't think there's ever the check the football light that comes on in any cars. But is this some? Is this some? This is our car. Is this something we need to be adding to it? Check, check the football light. Like a check the football yeah. light, check the basketball light, check the Nike logo light. These sort of things. And will will the light I mean, be through? How bright will the light be? Because I, I assume that they will wear you know undergarments, you know, and trousers and whatever. So I'm. These are concerns that I have, like, ooh. for the driver. Will this? inconvenience them will be uncomfortable at any point it sounds like the culture that you guys are from is a lot different from what i what i've come to know in terms of private well maybe maybe instead of like messing with what we've already come up with we just give them comfort in another area so they're happy so what's a what's a way that we can make our driver more comfortable you know what you know what really uh, uh something that bothers me about my car and when i'm in other cars is i'm just so annoyed by the radio do we need to have speakers in there because to me nothing beats live entertainment okay yes 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 so we bring in a band well i was thinking more like maybe if we could get jason moraz we could sort of get him in the mix i'm so this might be a personal thing i just don't like music i'm not a big music guy I just don't understand why there's speakers in my truck and music is coming out and not a guy speaking. Okay. Would you rather have... um, What if... Maybe, like, because I listen to podcasts when I'm driving around in my car. Like, do you think maybe we can get, like, a live podcast in each... In each You're thinking maybe try to get, like, an Ira Glass inside of the Cybertruck when you purchase it. I think that would be a good idea. That would would move a lot of units. 
I mean, can we consolidate this? Can Ira Glass be the alcohol checker and also penis cutter that is goes with you on your journeys? I don't know. This is the kind of thinking that Elon loves. I love it. And I know Elon's going to, too. He's going to freak. That's a great idea. That is a good idea. You take three mechanisms, get it down into one. Powerful. All right. I mean, we need to, we one just need one more it. sort of like something to take it home. Something we can really put on the board Something we can put on the commercial. Truck bed's in the front. It. Truck bed. There it is. There it is, fellas. Truck bed is in the front. So you'd see all the goods you got in okay. there. Always keep an eye on your stuff. That's amazing. And you know, if you're moving something bigger, like a mattress or something like that, you can sort of like appreciate, hey, you know what? Look at look at the stuff that I've earned throughout my life. Yeah, look, yeah. look at how you know? in the way this is. I like that your example was a mattress. Yeah. Because just, yes, every time I'm moving a mattress, I'm thinking, look at what I've done. I finally made it. Wait, do you have a truck with a f- truck bed in the front of the truck? No. How, how do you... Do you, okay, mattress. so you drive in reverse when you move. There are other ways to look at mattresses. Okay. Yes. I guess that is true. All right. I mean, I think we can I sort of wrap done. a bow on this thing. Yeah, All right. We're just going to send it over to, I, I don't know, the car maker place. Is that like yeah, a website? You don't, you don't have direct contact with Elon at any given time. It's He contacts you. Not after the bocce ball game, I'll tell okay. you that. Yeah, he completely. So we'll have to. I mean, we'll have to figure that out in a sort of roundabout way, I guess. But all right, I think we got it. Hell yeah! Well, hey, thanks so much for having us on on your, on their program. Uh, if you're in the Redford, Michigan area, and you're looking for a trim, come by uh, O'Cuttigan's, and uh, yeah, he'll be leaving. Uh, let's just say you're going to wish he had a cyber truck so you can, uh, you wouldn't have to drive it home. Uh, we're, uh, and oh, also 21 and up. Okay. And, um, for anyone who wants to, maybe if they don't live in the area, if they want to kind of follow you or keep track of any, uh, anything you're posting, um, do you have anything to promote? Saturday nights, uh, at the parlor at O'Cuttigan's. One two four five eight uh, seven mile road seven beach daily. Um, uh, we have a live comedy show where we have a podcast come and do circumcision based yes. and penis based jokes. Uh, they're called the Big Time Garbage Fellas, and uh, they have a podcast that is on iTunes, Spotify, and uh, Stitcher. Yeah, and also if you want to leave a message, uh, we have, we have a phone number. It's three one three has z gas, and you can leave one. H-A-S-Z-G-A-S. And we will play it to everyone at the bar, parlor, <clears throat> parlor, at the parlor. For circumcisions. Yeah. All right. Well, um, thank you to our guests, uh, Dr. Patsy Klein and Dr. O'Cuttigan. Uh, uh, Dr. M- Mick Patsy Klein. Doctor, I'm sorry, Mick Patsy Klein. Uh, our you. two Sergians. Sir- who, who you know took their time out of their busy schedule to come on the show uh thank you to our producer cameron thank you to did you do in the house making your way in the world today it takes everything you got it takes everything you got yeah and cheers to that bud now dr london i do i have one question and the question is this do you want to go where everybody knows your name get to cotton Get to cotton. 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 It takes everything I got. Get to cotton. Get to cotton. Get to cotton. My name is Dr. LondonSmith.com, and this has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya. Cotton. Takes everything you Get to cotton. Takes everything you Cotton. Get to cotton. You reach out hesitantly. 
and grab the baton. The hand that was holding it immediately lets go as the hand's owner leans over, panting. You hold the baton in front of you, amazed at how shiny and cylindrical this mysterious object is. The crowd's chanting was once, very recently, uh, very affirming, but now seems to be changing in tone to angry yelling and booing, but you cannot take your gaze from the baton's allure. You hear the words, not again, stir up in the wind distantly as your coach runs up and snaps his fingers in front of your face multiple times to get your attention. And by golly, it works. You look into his cold blue eyes as he stares past yours into your soul. We talked about this, remember? He asks the depths of your spirit. When they pass you the baton, it's your turn to run. That's what makes it a relay race. Please just run. You laugh and you hug him, pretending to understand. Seeing him staring impatiently at the baton, you realize what he must want, so you hand it to him. And in a confusing turn of events, he seems even more frustrated. But this is where you draw the line. You do not tolerate bad vibes. So you back away, slowly at first. But then you start picking up your pace and running back the way you came. Good vibes only. Speaking of good vibes, don't forget to leave a five-star review of the Jock Duck podcast in which you share about the vibes you feel regarding team-based athletics. And consider supporting us by becoming a patron on the Jock Duck podcast Patreon. And while you're at it, go ahead and share the Jock Duck podcast with a friend or foe. You can send them a link to your favorite episode or just send them our handy website, jockdogpodcast.com. And don't forget to take a peek at our posts on social media. We are at Jock Dog Podcast. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.